welcome to Melanated Conversations, our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tarian. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. Yes, 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 yes. I'm your host, Yana. And I am your host, Tyrion. And uh, welcome back to another show. Yes. We've got, a, we've got a special guest visiting with us today, Miss Daniela Gillet. Yeah, you better get Did that Did I right. say that right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Yay. Yes. Round of applause for Daniela. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Um, thank you for having me. Yes. So we're just going to give you guys a little rundown on Daniela, if that's okay. So Daniela is the founder and executive producer of the Lotus Circle Podcast and Black Haven Enterprises. The Lotus Circle Podcast is an action-based community targeted towards millennials, entrepreneurs, and developing adults. Their pillars are predicted on personal finance, professional self-development, and navigating the adulthood space. The Lotus Circle Podcast is here to help their community and engage with industry professionals and provide guidance on how to create your business and succeeding in the workplace and more. And Black and Haven Enterprises is an up and coming online store that provides apparel and other items for versatile and expressive inclined consumers. So once again, we just want to thank Daniela Gillet for coming on Melanated Conversations and talking with us today. Yes, Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank you for saying yes. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, yes. Oh, I'm grateful. I'm so, grateful. So before we get started, Daniela, uh, we always like to start our show off with a little round of rapid fire questions. And okay. we'll, um, we'll answer these two as well. We yeah. won't leave you hanging there. But um, we, we typically like to ask a little question just before we lead in. Yeah. Get you warmed up a little bit. Yes. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. Let's get loose. Okay. <laughs> I like your energy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So question this or that mm-hmm. would you rather, or do you prefer, I should say online shopping or shopping in the store? It's a good one. Oh man. <laughs> I'm so old school. So I would say shopping in the store. Really? I'm with her. Why? I, why? Yeah. I want to know why. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to you. Okay. You got to tell me yes, why. Because, yes. Okay. And so the why is I, I typically like to try on things because I don't always trust online vendors because mm-hmm. I have experienced like situations where I purchased something from China like mm-hmm. inside small and when I tried it on I'm like what is this it was either too tight or it was either too loose so I'm the kind of person I prefer to actually feel what I'm going to buy mm-hmm. and so that's the reason why I like to shop in the stores even though sometimes 
it takes a lot of time out of my day. I prefer to see and touch what I'm going to purchase. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on it, Daniela. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I will shop some things. I will do like we're talking Amazon, and yeah, you know, a little yeah, some products. That yeah, I'm I'm all for getting my one two business day shipping sent right. to me. But um, when it comes to clothes, if we're talking shopping for clothes, mm-hmm. I like she said, I want to feel my fabric, and I find that it's easy for me to put things back on the rack. Then, then taking it out of my basket cart. <laughs> and, <laughs> the cart, yeah. yeah. Right. and on top of that, if something doesn't fit me right, I don't have time to be shipping stuff back to the store. Although they'll send Thank a little, they, yeah, send, they, send the, they provide the label, but I'm just like, oh, I'm not ever going to get to it. And I have a closet full of things that that, that won't get in form. They've yet to be returned. That to be returned. <laughs> that may end up being in your yeah. Christmas, wrap, wrapped up on the tree for you for Christmas. I don't you. Don't, don't be mad if you see something. Don't be mad about it either. Yeah, okay. <laughs> listen, Write listen, that note down. Not, like, I, don't know. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I'm the kind of person, like, if I try on a dress, I want to make sure that it looks and fits right. So yes. that's the reason why it's like, stop, like shopping in the stores is just my, my go-to because I want to see if I look good in it before I buy it. That's real. That's real. Oh, so I, me personally... I despise, number one, I despise shopping, period. Um, mm. So if I'm going to shop in the store, like I have to know exactly what I'm going in to get. And if it's not there, then it's not there and I'm leaving. Seriously. So I do prefer to shop online. However, I can get in lots of trouble from shopping online because like you just said, you start putting a bunch of stuff in the basket or in the cart and it's like, but I do not want to take it out. I want to keep all of the things. And so, yeah, but I, I mean, and then I, on top of that too. So like with online, so I'm actually a hybrid. I like both, but online would get you though, because even if you decide to like put that back, They'll send you those abandoned cards. Yes. And you're like, oh, I don't need that. Right. <laughs> you feel tempted. Yes. You feel tempted to shop more. That is so true. But I think Amazon, obviously, I think Amazon is like everyone's Achilles heel right now. I know for us, mm-hmm. it is. We had to, like for a while, we were like, okay, we're going to delete the app off of our phones. Yeah, so we won't even be tempted. Yeah. But not only that, too, me and my husband both are both trying to not shop on amazon as much we're yeah. trying we because we want to buy local first this is another reason why we want to shop in store because we're like let's see if we can find it in the store yeah um we want to sh- see if we can find a small business somewhere and find it if right. not then we're going to see if we can go to like another brick and mortar store and if that doesn't fail i mean if that fails then we would go to amazon because we're trying to like we feel like amazon is just taking over everything it really is you and you and your husband are fine people very fine people because <laughs> I feel like here, all the brick and mortar stores are like, oh my goodness, like overly expensive. You know what I'm saying? Where I'd be like, I want to support, but good grief, you gonna break me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. some affordable brick yeah. and mortar stores. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I think a, that one of you ladies actually mentioned a very important point. Like when you go to the store, go with an agenda. Yeah. I have been so guilty of this where... I want to go to Publix, a nearby grocery store here in South Florida, just oh, for bananas. And I mm-hmm. leave with like cereal, almond milk, butter, cream cheese. Like what is like? <laughs> it's like 
But whenever you go to the store, go with an agenda and stick to that agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have to, or else it's just, it's chaos. And I just, it is, it is. <laughs> I need chaos. to get in and out. <laughs> all right. Well, that was, right. that was a fun little quick rapid round, rapid fire round. Yes, pew, 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 okay. pew. That was quick, actually. It was all very right. quick. See, rapid. I was wanting more questions. Oh. I was wanting more questions. Were you really? <laughs> we can do another question. I'm ready. I'm ready. All Ooh. right. Uh, big party or small gathering? Mm, I would have to say small gathering because I love intimacy and I love intimacy with people that I really care about. And I love intimacy with people that I really connect with. So I would have to say a small gathering. Yeah. This is yeah. why we vibe, Daniela. I, I promise <laughs> you. We're one and the same. Yes, I would say the same. Small gathering. Well, yeah. Small gathering. Keep it Keep it simple, stupid. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because I'm an introverted extrovert. You always say that. <laughs> so I like the company of people, but I only have so much energy for company. And, and my company has a max when it comes to a number. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and yeah, I'm yeah. with you too. I like the intimacy, the vibe as well. Um yeah, same. Yeah. Small gathering. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you ladies. Um, now, maybe 15 years ago, it may have been, I'm trying to be where everybody at. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> now, no. I got. I have my small circle, and I'm happy with my small circle. And we have good times and good vibes and good energy. And so I prefer to keep it that way. I don't like that whole, like, where I don't really know the people. You know what I'm saying? Because then I, I now I'm trying to get comfortable being comfortable with you. I don't know how much, you know what I'm saying, to allow you to see me be comfortable and vulnerable <laughs> with a little drink in my hand or something. I don't know. So, yeah, no, I just prefer. Right. Yeah, I just prefer. I prefer right, small right. Plus, it makes you feel grown. Right grown and six yeah and i think that too is like for someone like i'm gonna actually state something and if you guys hear it you may be like super shocked but i'm actually very introverted and so i like or prefer to be alone and so if i'm in the midst of like people who are very extroverted Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just draining so it's just like i prefer to have that small setting where i can actually you know, continuously renew and revive myself because too much talking is just draining and too many people around me gives me so much anxiety. Mm. So small setting. <laughs> Good to know. Danielle. Small setting. Good to know. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Yes. I think we're, I think we're going to move on now. We're going to, we're going to get <laughs> yeah. to the nitty gritty. Yes. Cause we're, we've we're got a lot to talk okay. about. Yes. <laughs> All right, so to kick things off, kind of want to hear a bit more about you, Daniela. What's your origin story? Mm-hmm. Who is Daniela? Mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many layers to who I am, mm-hmm. but um, I'll just start off with the surface level uh, detail. So I am a benevolent, um, intentional, and hardworking individual. So I was born in Haiti, and um, I was Sac raised in Missouri. 
Yeah. Mama say, Mama say, Mama Kusa. Was raised in Haiti, born in St. Louis. Well, uh, raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and then August of 2011, I actually transferred to the University of Miami. So I have been a Florida resident for the past eight years. Okay. And um, earlier in my life, I actually wanted to be a physician. But no one wanted me um, at their medical school, so I decided to just kind of fall into different um, career spaces. And so fortunately for me, um, I have spent most of my professional career in talent acquisition, so recruiting individuals and hiring them. And hiring them. So prior, well, after that, I actually fell into data analytics, and so that is essentially what I'm doing now. I am using data to help businesses and making better business decisions. And so I could say wholeheartedly that I enjoy what I do now. Um, it has its challenges, but I think that there is so much opportunity um, for technology and its use in helping people either improve their quality of care or just make decisions that are more efficient and effective. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really enjoy meaningful and thought-provoking conversations about life, sustainability, emotional enrichment, and um, I like to build community, and I do it through communication. And so if I'm not, you know, juggling all the different projects that I have, then I am somewhere in the kitchen whipping it up because I really enjoy cooking. So that is really me. I have my podcast, my YouTube page, and I'm a wife, and I just love to, to talk to people that I really connect with. So yeah. Awesome. Yes. So love it. I, the more and more you talk, Daniela, I am like, she is me. I am her. (laughs) (laughs) No. So I have a, my background is in HR and talent acquisition as well. And I tried before I I exited out of, um, I made the transition out of, um, you know, out of the professional world. I, I actually worked in an analytics side of HR too. So I had a little (laughs) data and I'm just like, I'm just listening to you. I was like, Oh, that's a good time. It's like she is me. No, but yes. So yeah, that's 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 dope. Yeah, that's dope. Yana loves when people start talking HR. She's like, it's her love language. I, I, I fall back in there. She's like, well, hello there. Right? Yeah. Dust like, my HR hat off, but this is not what this is. You had me at HR. <laughs> no, and you said you like to cook. What types of things? Yeah. What type of cuisines are you? You know. Oh, my gosh. I really make a lot of Haitian food. So mm. I make the rice and beans. Mm-hmm. I make legume, which is like this vegetable stew. Mm-hmm. Um, I can make a mean pan of lasagna, so I don't like to be challenged. Okay. Um, I also like macaroni and cheese, and I can also make that as well. Um, mainly Haitian uh, cuisine, but then I also try to, you know, dibble and dabble in like Peruvian, Asian, Indian so I'm pretty yes. much everywhere. I just like to try different things. But my husband is Haitian as well. And so he really likes Haitian food. Very okay. nice. What part of Haiti are you from? So I was born in the south in a city that is called Potapima. Okay. It's a, it's a rural city. And so my husband, he's actually from the south as well. But he is from a city that's called Okai. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I've, I've been to Haitian Connection. Levesque. Have you heard of Levesque? 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 No, I'm not actually. Where is that? 
Uh, it's probably about an hour. Oh, sheesh. Don't get me. I'm probably, I'm horrible with the directions from, from Port-au-Prince. It's, it's probably an hour kind of Southeast-ish of Lillette. Okay, it's okay. a very small rural town. A couple of small rural towns I've been to, um, in that area. Um, and for whatever reason, my mind is like going blank right now, but, um, Yes, no, love Haiti, love the people, love the culture, beautiful people, beautiful, beautiful, yeah. um, loving. Yeah. I, yeah, y'all are wonderful people. So how many people. times? How been, many times have you been to Haiti? I've been twice. I've been twice. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it was a beautiful, wonderful experience to connect with the people of Haiti and, uh, have met, have made some friends and kept some close contacts. So yeah. Would love to go back um, here in the near future. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, listen, I don't mean to like turn this into an interview, but <laughs> what kind of Haitian food do you like? Oh, please? my goodness. So, I didn't really, <laughs> I, I had just the traditional. The the rice and beans was like a huge thing. Actually went on a because I went on a mission trip, so I had a lot of a lot of rice and beans, a lot of rice and beans, but it was very delicious. There was something else I had. Uh was it grillo fish, um, which is like turkey, fried turkey or fried um fried goat? Maybe the fried goat, I wanna say, yes. Okay, okay. Um All right. There was something else. Oh gosh. So the plantains. I had y'all have plantains there, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was a pl- something plantains. with plantains. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't remember there because there were I I ate a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Listen, it's fine. Haitian food is really delicious. It really is. It really I'm is. Jealous. Yes. I'm sorry. So when I like when I saw and I read up on the fact that you, I was like, okay, I here's my connect. <laughs> Yana was like, she got the HR connect. I was like, I got the Haitian connect. <laughs> yeah. Right. Love it. Love what it. Love it. it. Yes. 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 Okay. And and oh, and I know I heard you say something else too. That when we asked like who 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 is Daniela and you described yourself as benevolent and you talked about how like you just really love to help people and I, you had mentioned you were wanting to go into medicine, study medicine, you said? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be a medical doctor, but no one wanted me and so I had to revert to plan B. <laughs> wow, wow. What what field what field did you want to study in specifically? Um, so it was between dermatology and obstetrics. Ob- obstetrics? Yeah. I can never yeah. say that sometimes. Yeah. Obstetrics and so I I really love clear skin and so I would have went into that discipline to help other people feel very confident about their skin. Yeah. I know that for me, like I personally have not had to deal with that, but I know of people who just had to take like medication to help like assuage all of this acne on their face and they were very insecure and so I wanted to do dermatology just to help people build their confidence and if that didn't work for me then I probably would have headed to obstetrics where I would help people bring new life into the world. Nice. I love your reasoning behind like why you want wanted to even choose either of those fields. It, it was, it's literally about helping other people. And I love that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, so the next thing I do want to ask you though, is <clears throat> who was influential in your life that encouraged you to, and push you towards greatness? Cause you know, we, 
we obviously did our research, listened to some some of your shows and and read up on you. And I mean, you exude this confidence um, and can definitely tell that you are about doing great things. And so was just curious because I know some people are naturally born with with that type of confidence. Mm. But then also feel like in some aspects, people are obviously are at some point in their life influenced by someone. So just curious, like who, if anyone, who was influential in your life that, that kind of pushed you towards greatness? Mm, Well, I mean, I first want to say thank you so much for your compliments. Um, I feel that we as people, we sometimes have um, the hardest time in actually accepting the fact that we're actually pretty dope. Mm. And, um, even even though everything looks great, everything is great, but but I do have moments where I struggle with kind of accepting that I'm actually pretty dope. <laughs> but yeah. um, so thank you for that because um, I think that it just, you know, reassures me that, listen, you're doing what you have to do to help people and to really build yourself. Yeah. So that is number one. <laughs> so to answer, um, to answer the question, I have two responses. Um, the first actually is, is my husband. Um, we got married six years ago and, um, this, this journey with him has been, has been the best. I can't even lie to you. And he has really pulled out the best in me, literally. Mm. And I feel that in the beginning we had so many challenges because I was resistant to what he was saying because I felt as if he was trying to like, um, I wouldn't say it's like he was trying. I thought that he was trying to probably change who I was Mm -hmm. and I didn't want that. Like I wanted to be me. And so there are so many challenges and, you know, I came to understand that he is looking out for me. And I feel that if you find, if you find someone who is looking out for your best interest, like 1000%, like they're willing to sacrifice themselves for you. Mm. You better keep them. Mm. And so my husband has been, has been the beacon in my life because he has opened my eyes to just what reality is. Because I think that for the longest of time I was living in a fairy tale, Mm. you know, even though I was living in reality, I wasn't willing like to accept certain things because of the way that I was raised. Like my parents, like raised me in a very sheltered environment. And so I was very like quiet. I was very bashful and I was very naive. And so um, prior to meeting my husband, I I dealt with some very dusty people. Mm. And so my husband um, was the one, you know, that actually brought me out of that, out of that mental space. And my life has been really, really great with him. And he challenges me and he reminds me that, listen, we all have, you know, challenging days and difficult days, but you can do this. Like you're quick. And sometimes when you, when you beat yourself down about what you're not doing, you need to look at what you've done and that should be enough for you. And so he's, he's a beacon in my life and he just reassures me that, listen, as long as we have each other, we're good. Yeah. So that's the first response. (laughs) And so, um, the second, um, response is I actually really love Bozeman St. John. Um, she is the chief marketing officer at, at Endeavor. 
And I I love her because she is fierce, she is sassy, she is confident, and she really just shows black women that you can show up mm. as yourself and not be afraid to do so. Come on. And so I, I love her energy because she doesn't care. And my thing is, like, if we're going to navigate in this world in our dopeness, let us be confident in that. Yes. And so those are my two influences, just to be great. So. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Congratulations too on on six years. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Marriage is hard, but you make it work. That's yes. right. <laughs> Let the people know. Let but the people know. Yes. Listen, marriage is challenging and don't do it because because you see people on social media doing it. Mm-hmm. Like marriage requires you to be very focused and committed. Yes. And there has to be constant communication. Like yes. you should not assume that he knows how you feel. Right. You need to let him know how you feel That's and right. vice versa. Look Great. at him. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but all of this has come with time. You Definitely. know, I was, I was very, I was very naive. I was very young. And so I had to like learn the hard way that if you want something to work, you have to be committed to it and you have to just talk. Yeah. Talk it out. Yana and I are both 10 years in this year and uh, we're we're still, congratulations. thank Thank you. you. (laughs) And we are still learning every day, every single day, every single day you learn something new about your spouse and about yourself. And um, you said it, it is work. It is hard work, but you've got to be dedicated. You've got to have communication. And you know, we're human. We can, we remember that right. one day and forget the next day. Yes. And the key of, of it all is to make sure that your friends first. You yes. Don't lose that. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cause I feel like if you, yeah, if you ain't friends with that person, then do you really like the person? Cause I feel like I'm not even just talking about friends before the relationship. No, I'm no, saying I'm throughout saying the relationship. No, no, yes. that's what I'm talking yes. about throughout, throughout the marriage. Yes. Friends. Yes. 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 I'm yes. not talking about the yeah. union. Yeah. You yeah. have to be. Yeah. You have to be. You have to be. Because <laughs> some days I ain't gonna really feel you like that, but if you my friend, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be like, all right, we just me and I'll friend to, ain't getting I'll along to today. Yeah. I'll have to second that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, quick segue. So you have the podcast, mm-hmm. the Lotus Circle podcast. Yes. Kind of tell us a little bit about what was the inspiration in your creating your podcast. So the idea for the podcast was actually birthed as a byproduct of conversations that I would have with my circle. And so when I would ask questions about wealth acquisition or brand development or even personal success, some of them just didn't know how to respond or like their response to me was just inadequate. Like it wasn't really telling me what I need to do, nor did I feel that I was given the tools that like that would actually be necessary for me to succeed. And so I just wanted to create a platform that would bridge the gap between um, those three elements and just real life. Because I feel like for many people who were raised by Caribbean parents, parents, mm-hmm. they came to the United States with a hope. Yeah. And so they, they, they themselves, they were very, you know, bashful when it came to demanding certain things. And so they teach you those very unhealthy habits. So whenever you go into the workplace, you don't even know how to demand a raise, even though you're like one of the hardworking people in that in that office. Yeah. And so there were a number of um, bad habits that I just absorbed from my parents. I just want to educate 
people. I want to help them in any way that I can be better, do better. I want to equip them because I believe that if you give someone the tools of success, Mm -hmm. they can build it. Like if you give it to them and show them, they could do it. Yeah. But, um, you know, don't just tell them what to do. Give them what they need to be successful. And so I have this platform again, just to, just to kind of share insight, just to be vulnerable. I want to be relatable. I want to share like real life challenges that I've had to deal with in my personal and professional life and how mm. I was able to overcome. Yeah. Uh, because there are many people like me who have no mentor, who have no guidance yeah. and they're just looking for something. And so I want to be that something for them. And that is essentially how the Lotus Circle podcast was birthed. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that you said um, how, um, sorry, I'm going blank. I go blank a lot. I need to take, take some, no, gin- okay. some ginseng or something from my brain. Old. Okay, I get it. <laughs> well, definitely that too. Um, but you mentioned like share being basically you're able to be vulnerable and say, Hey, these are some places where I had hiccups in the road. Let me give you some tools to not, you know what I mean? hit those same mm-hmm. road bumps that I hit. So I think that that is, that's great. Cause a lot of times, you know, we can, you can see someone being successful or, and have all this information and then you inquire about it, or they may even put, you know, put that information out there, but they don't necessarily tell you how they got there. Meaning like, you know, like, Hey, I went through some hard times too. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, everything isn't just like, Oh, and I was immediately successful or, Oh, I immediately figured figured it out on my own and I didn't have any trouble. Um, so I love the fact that you're, you're able to be vulnerable with your listeners um, and, and go that route. I, w- I, I want to ask you what, like, why did you specifically choose podcasting opposed to another outlet to share your story and to, sh- and to give people tools? Mm. Why podcasting or had well, you considered another outlet? Well, I, I've never really heard myself like recorded, number mm-hmm. one. And I I felt that podcasting would would actually help me in being a more effective communicator. I would have the opportunity to also meet awesome people. And so I felt that at that time podcasting would just be a great way for me to do so. It's like, you know, growing my interviewing skills and being a more effective communicator and just meeting new people in the industry. And so that's the, those are like the primary reasons as to why I chose podcasting versus like a YouTube page or something. Cool. Well, we're glad you chose podcasting. Yes. <laughs> might be a little biased. No, me too. Me too. And even like, and even like having a podcast in and of itself is a lot of work, mm-hmm. but I feel that if you have your mission, you never get tired. Mm. And so for me, I feed off of educating and empowering people. And so even though I feel physically tired internally, I'm, I'm thriving. I'm excited because I have content that could hopefully transform someone's life for the better. Yeah. It's in, so yeah, that actually brings me to my point. I was going to ask is how do you, cause you're still, you know, you're a full-time professional mm-hmm. and I know that takes a lot of time and energy that you devote into that. How do you find that balance between being a full-time professional and a podcaster? Cause we know as well, you know, Terry and I, we do everything full time as well with uh, mm-hmm. with the podcast, but that's between us both. Yeah. So I can imagine like, how do you 
you know, what's your method and how do you maintain that balance with both? Mm. Well, I would say that besides planning, like using a planner, perspective and attitude is everything. Um, Yes, I juggle a lot of things, but I feel that because I know why I'm doing it, it really helps in kind of maintaining this positive attitude, attitude and perspective. And then also something I like to call work-life interdependence. Mm -hmm. I believe that everything around us should, should work for the betterment of us. Mm. And so I like to, I like to work from this perspective where I know that if my energy and my attitude at home is negative, I'm going to transfer that into my work life and I'm going to transfer that to other people that I connect with. So I really just try to have a positive attitude and I rely on the hypothesis that everything around me is working for the betterment of me. Mm -hmm. And, and if I can operate from this, this like space, then everything around me will actually work for the betterment of me and I will not feel as stressed. And so I just try to, of course, use a planner. I have my attitude. I have my perspective. And I just rely on on knowing that everything around me is going to work for the betterment of me. Mm-hmm. And that's just my response as of today. It may change tomorrow. <laughs> and that's okay. That's right. You're a woman. You're allowed to yeah. change your mind. It may change tomorrow. but That's right. That, I think that's great. So I want to ask you, I know you have these pillars that you, you've ta- you've referenced, um, personal finance, professional and self-development and navigating adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk mm-hmm. to us or tell us a little bit about how you're able to engage your community based on those, those pillars? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so my number one word is vulnerability. So I engage by being honest because we all struggle mm-hmm. in our own respective world. And so I want to be real about my struggle. I, I have had financial hardships because when I, when I transferred to the University of Miami, I couldn't even afford to go there. Mm-hmm. And the fun fact is I didn't even see that college before I actually physically went there. And so I, I overestimated what this transition would actually look like for me. And so I had to pretty much like scrap up what I had and move with, you know, move in with family. And even that was a challenge because they're nice in the beginning, but then towards the middle and the end, they're not so nice anymore Mm -hmm. because now you seem like you're a burden. And so, um, I had to struggle. I had to, you know, commute all the way from West Palm Beach to Miami, which is like on the train, almost a two hour train ride. Um, one so I way? Did that each way once a day. Yes. Each wow. day once a day. And so I share my story not because, um, it was a struggle, but I share it because I have the perspective, I have the attitude, and I have the work ethic. And I was committed because I told myself, if I leave St. Louis and I transfer to the school, I'm not coming back without a degree. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 said, I stated that, and I stayed true to my word. And so I share that story sometimes with people because they, they think that, oh, my God, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing this financial hardship, life is over. But I'm like, honey, if I can overcome that hurdle – you can literally do anything. You can do anything. Just keep this, keep this perspective, keep this attitude, keep this energy. And once you actually convince yourself that you can do this, then you shall. 
And so I think that by sharing just different parts of my life, I can be relatable. And someone can say, hey, I experienced that as well. And what she shared with me actually helped me overcome. Mm-hmm. And that's how I engage, just being honest with people and keeping it real because we're not perfect. Yeah. And um, if we pretend to be, then shame on you. I think that we need each other and mm-hmm. we need vulnerability. We need people that have been through the fire yeah. and they overcame. And so we can only do that by just speaking the truth. Girl, you better preach. Yes. yes so. Ma'am. Okay, so if you could describe your podcast with one power word, mm. what would that one word be? I would say impactful. Um, I would say impactful because I've had people who reached out to me directly and told me that this is what I needed. This is what I was looking for. And that made me feel very good because that was the mission of the Lotus Circle podcast is to make impact and to really and to really create community between people who are just unsure of themselves, unsure of how they want to navigate this life. And yeah, impact. Love Love it. it. Yes. (laughs) I was like, boom, that's that is straight to the point. Impact. I love that. I, I love everything that you're doing. And I, once again, I just Thank think you. that, you know, you, you, you have this confidence about you, but yet and still you're able to be humble and share your yes. struggles. And that's a hard combination to have for a lot of people. And so like, I applaud you for, for, for doing, being able to do both so well. Mm-hmm. I, I want to bring, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I, I want to briefly ask you really quickly about Black and Haven Enterprises and just tell us a little bit um, more about what Black and Haven Enterprises it is um, and, and like, where did that concept come from? Oh, all right. So um, it pretty much goes back to my desire to have wealth, not only for myself, but for the next generation to come. And so I, you know, one of the ways that you can generate wealth is through a business. And so um, I want to create uh, an enterprise that is focused on individuals who want to express themselves through their clothing. And so I am known as a person that changes her hair like every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And that's because I just like change. I like to look different. I like to feel different. And so Black and Haven Enterprises is that, you know, it's an employee-focused enterprise that provides you with just different apparel items to make you feel sexy if you want to, to make you feel um, humble if you want to, to make you feel um, whatever it is that you want to feel. I, I want to provide different products for you so that you can feel and operate from this best self perspective and space. Nice. Now, are these clothes that you've designed? Are they from other vendors? They are from other vendors, but ultimately I would like to create my own custom apparel and sell them. All right. Come on, girl. We ready. Put us in some Black and Haven. So listeners, I know we kind of gave our (laughs) spiel on, you know, online shopping versus shopping in the store. This this is the one time. time. Yes. (laughs) Go online. Hit a Black and Haven Enterprises. Save it as a favorite. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for real. Hit that star button. And there's actually one more thing that I do want. It is about vulnerability aspect, right? Um, I think that 
if not me, then who, right? Mm -hmm. If I cannot be honest about my challenges with other people, how am I actually making or helping make change in this world? Mm -hmm. And I I know for me, not, not to get like sentimental or anything, but Again, honesty is like the best policy to me. Yeah. Um, I think I think many of us, right, we grew up, we didn't really have certain role models of success mm-hmm. or how to be confident. And so we found ourselves in different situations with different people. And so we had to like learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And I and like my responses about like certain things may not be the perfect way, but I feel that it will help someone. Yeah. And so I like to rely on this on this principle. If not me, then who? Yeah. If I can if I can help you, then I will do so. Even if I don't know who you are. Mm. Um, again, we're human. We all have experiences. We all have challenges. But I like to connect with you from my heart. I want to be genuine with you. And I understand that I'm not perfect, but I I speak with love, and mm. I just want people to know that it's okay for you to be vulnerable. It's okay for you to share your story, especially if someone needs you and especially if someone needs to hear that. Yeah. You know, we get inspired by what we see and what we hear. So I want you to feel and be inspired by my story because life was not easy for me and mm. I made a way. And so if I can do it, you can do it as well. Yes. You better Amen. come on with these jewels. Yes. Daniela, you better come <laughs> on with these jewels, honey. Yeah. It's Can not I? Sunday, but I, you know, I like to, I like to inspire, and I really just like to keep things honest and real yeah. as much as I can. Yes. Do you mind me asking how old are you? I am twenty eight. Wow, man, man. so full of wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that part. So full of wisdom because at twenty eight, I was still foolish. I was married, but I was foolish. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, wisdom, wisdom comes through experience. That's and right. some of us had to learn the hard way. That's... Some of us were, you know, gifted with elders. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was a combination of the two. Like life, life taught me, yeah. you know, you like, you really have to keep this, keep this kind of energy and attitude, no matter where you go, no matter what you go through. Because again, perspective and mindset and attitude is everything. And yes. I will say it again, perspective attitude and energy means everything okay that's right so if you cannot put in your mind that you can do something you will not do it that's right real. because yeah. there is a quote out there that exists by Confucius that says that the man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right you so are right all right dropped mike Girl. this has been the end of oh the podcast my goodness <laughs> i mean what else we got nothing else what you do that's it <laughs> no thank you so much yes. for sharing your story just hearing oh you my and goodness i could you, yeah i could sit i could sit with this sister for a long time yeah. just have oh, we could just you. yeah this is good stuff. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Y'all. No, 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 no. I'm. I was just. I was just kind of sitting with it too. Like you dropped a lot of major gems mm-hmm. and just, just like you said, the rawness and the vulnerability. Because we operate from that same space too. Yeah. We we want people to connect with us, but also, but we want them to understand that you know this walk and this life is you know it's full of hills. Yeah. 
ebbs and flows. Yes. And we're so we're always fed. You find and like especially media and different things that they're always painting the pretty picture. Mm -hmm. And we find ourselves thinking that we have to always measure up to that. So it's always good to see others that share not only the light side, but those, you know, those not so pretty, those dark moments, but also showing you can press through those and you know, let me show, let me tell you my experience so I can help you progress further. Yeah. And I think, and I think there's something to be said too about being teachable, right? Yeah. Cause you can have, you, you could have someone in front of you and they're sharing their life experiences and being vulnerable and kind of giving you everything that all these wonderful nuggets and jewels. But if you're not teachable, I think that's kind of where it ends for you, right? You can't really progress because you're not able to absorb anything or any information that anyone's trying to give you. So I think that, I think I just want to add that one on to there too. There's something about being teachable because you got some folks out here as the teacher. (laughs) Yeah, the teachers. Yeah, and what you realize, and what you realize in life is that we live amongst people who are so quick to dish but cannot receive. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. People aren't so quick to blame you and tell you that you're wrong, but when they're wrong, you can't even address them. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. People don't know who they are. And, like, I, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but I really feel that the true issue for most people is that they have not taken the time to identify who they are. Facts. Yes. Facts. Big facts. Yes. All right. I'm so full after this conversation. (laughs) Uh, But before we wrap for the day, we do have a few closing questions for you. Um, We always like to ask all of our guests because we're we're like we're big songbirds. We don't sing. We try to sing. We're music hacking. That's better. (laughs) Songbird. Songbird would get believed in the fact that I can sing. Right. But if you could pick one song as your theme song for 2019, what would that song be? Now, it doesn't have to be a song that came out in 2019, but yeah. just any song that resonates for you. For this year. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. Hold on. I need to really think about this. Oh, wow. That's a that's a pretty good question. I've never thought of that before. Ooh. So one of one of like my favorite songs of all time is by Fred Hammond. Okay. Um, and the song is called Everything to Me. And so I feel that I've received so many blessings this year, um, some mm. of which that I felt that I probably didn't deserve. And that's just me being being difficult as always. But I feel that there has been constant grace, in, you know, within my family life. And my heart is just full that, that God himself would would continue to bless me despite of me not being perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I feel that Fred Hammond's song, Everything to Me, you know, that's, that's like my yearly, my yearly theme song because it just reminds me that like God will always have your back. That's right. No matter what. And, you know, grace is sufficient. So be graceful to yourself and be graceful to other people or have grace for other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything to me is just, you know, it's, you know, God, God is the light. God is, God has done so much for me and through him, I will continue to thrive. So that's my theme song. Amen. Amen. Okay. Now Fred Hammond. Um, 
I, okay, so I've got another closing question. Well, I don't know if you should say closing question, but okay, yeah. here's another question. <laughs> um, do you have any favorite resources? Is there like is there one book or odd, any type any, of resource? Any sort of type of resource? Thank you, Yana, because my brain is no, like, we're good. Uh-uh. <laughs> the words are not connecting. <laughs> Synapses ain't firing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, is there any resources that you'd like to, you know, let our listeners in on? You have a favorite resource or, or anything? Yes, absolutely. So I really enjoy reading. And so the first book that I can suggest to the readers is the book that's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. Um, And so it, it essentially just dismantles your whole belief system about how you think life should be. You know, it challenges with everything that you were raised with when it comes to all you have to do is just go to school, graduate and find a good job and then stay there until you die. Mm. But he is saying, no, you don't have to do that. Learn new skills, create your own enterprise and build that wealth. So that was like one of the first books that I read that really like shifted my my mental state about wealth and just, you know, changing my generation's trajectory. When it comes to um, podcasts, I would say um, that you can definitely listen to How to Be Awesome at Your Job podcast with, um, his name is Pete McKayes, and so he just talks about um, just various things from professional um, success to personal finances, and so he has different hosts on the show, and I really love the way that he actually breaks down his content. Um, he's very specific, so that's it's certainly a great show if you if you're the kind of person that doesn't like to be inundated with like a whole bunch of stuff. He's very to the point and very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, a second podcast is Choose Fi, which is Fi stands for Financial Independence. Uh, a great podcast that provides so many resources on how you can actually save money, pay down debt, get your credit together. Um, it's a great, it's a great podcast. And so they also have communities on Facebook. So you can actually find one in your area and you can connect with like-minded individuals who are on the same path as you. And then I would also say back to the book section, there is a book that's called the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. And so it just talks about like how you can actually like streamline everything around you. So you're not yes, working I love as that much book. as you are I now. And he also just talks about like different ways that you can actually like grow your brand, your business and automate different processes. Dope. Thank you. Thank you for sharing those. Yes. With us. Thank uh, you so no much. Okay. So before we wrap, um, just want to ask Daniela, what's next for Daniela? What do you have going on? Yeah. What are you working on? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I, I'm just working on um, improving the content for my podcast. I am in the process of actually writing a book about intimate relationships and communication. Come so on, um, I'm actually partnering with my cousin on this. And so we're, we're hoping to have this book complete by the end of next month. And then hopefully we can just start touring and just engaging with other people through different states. And then also I'll be, um, I'm currently working on um, creating a course that teaches non-coders how to code SQL and ultimately find a career that they can profit from. Those are my two main projects for now. 
Girl, you, you are so multi-layered. Oh, man. She said that at the beginning. Okay. When you asked her, who is Danielle? She said, it's a lot of parts to me. Okay, y'all? She told us. So many layers. So many layers. So many layers. I just try to pace myself because, again, this life is not, it's not for everybody. Yeah. 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 Make sure you always give yourself a little grace. That's right. That, that, amen. Mm-hmm. You gotta... that that is real yeah absolutely give yourself some grace daniela for sure you got a lot Mm -hmm. going on man i this has been great this has been great my last and this is the final final question all right how can our listeners connect with you social media oh my god yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, you guys can find our podcast on Instagram um, at the Lotus Circle Pod. We are also on Twitter, TLC POD. Um, in terms of reaching out to me, I'm very social. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, okay. maybe even Instagram. Um, I'll, I'll definitely share those, um, those links with the ladies. But, um, in terms of email, you can reach me at Daniela, which is D-A-N-I-E-L-A-G-I-L-E-T at gmail.com. There it is, folks. There it is. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank you, ladies. This was great. Thank you so much. Of course. You're welcome back anytime. Absolutely. (laughs) We want to hear more about this book. Yes. 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 I actually want to plug. I also want to plug to the listeners that I'm going to have these lovely ladies on my podcast next month. And I cannot wait to, um, to speak with them, engage with them and just continue to build this connection. So look out for that. Yes, guys. Catch us on the loaded circle. We connecting. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, you guys listen, check, um, tune in to the Lotus circle, not just for our episode, but she has a lot of great content out there. So yeah, go check her out subscribe and listen and listen and listen and keep on listening and listen some more and listen some more (laughs) yes well thank you so much once again daniela for joining joining us today um we enjoyed you immensely and uh Thank you for allowing us to uh, uplift and And amplify your voice. Yes. All of that. Love it. it. And thank you, ladies, for creating this platform where people like me can be very honest and vulnerable and not feel ashamed or, you know, threatened. I feel that you both are some wonderful women, genuine, and I know that your podcast will go far and Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to help you guys. Um, achieve that milestone. Yes. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So, so much. Well, until then, Melanate, Melanate on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com. Or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. voice.